Hi, I'm Adnan Mahmutovic and this is Love and His Discontents podcast. William Shakespeare's Othello is the famous tragedy about a colored man advancing within the military in the old Venetian society. Othello falls for the beautiful lady Desdemona and secretly marries her. And here starts the tragedy, for immediately the seed of doubt is sown into Othello, as well as the audiences. Can this interracial love survive prejudice and jealousy? Enter Iago, the master of plotting. Everyone calls him Honest Iago, and he goes around telling everyone a whole lot of gossip and falsehood about the true intentions of the different characters, making them doubt themselves other people's affections and friendships. When he hears that Othello, who beat him to promotion, has married Desdemona, basically that Othello both got the job and the girl, Iago starts shouting to Desdemona's father that he has been betrayed, that the black ram is having sex with his innocent little ewe. He paints interracial sex as something animalistic, and throughout the play he considers love to be nothing but lust. He thinks once Desdemona has satisfied her desires, she will leave Othello. So he goes on to show Othello exactly that, that she is devious, that she is merely into him for sex, that he is just a passing exotic distraction. Othello falls for this plot. He becomes incapable of seeing the reality of their true love. Yes, Desdemona did fall for Othello due to his exoticism, but it really is his life story that she loves him for. She listened to his history and liked it. This shows that for Shakespeare, to fall in love is to fall for someone's story about themselves. Othello fell for her story about herself too. The notion that love is really always tied to the stories we tell each other is abused by Iago. For why would one story be more truer than another? The tragedy of Othello is then his loss of love that follows his loss of belief in his own story. He becomes incredibly insecure, starts thinking of himself as unworthy of Desdemona, despite his amazing advancements in the Venetian society he still sees himself as the foreign, racified subject. This seems to show love requires a stable sense of selfhood. The fundamental instability in Othello's selfhood and insecurity in his own understanding of who he is becomes a huge obstacle to a loving relationship. In short, he feels his selfhood is so vulnerable and on such shaky grounds that he cannot expose himself to love. He cannot, as he thinks he should, completely give himself over in love. All he has given this demona is a story. And now, he has started doubting that foundation. It is less this his doubt in her faithfulness and more his doubt in himself that haunts him. I mean, how well would you say he knows himself? If, in the end, after he killed his wife, he thinks of himself as the one not easily jealous, although for the bulk of the play we see multiple displays of jealousy. Could also ask why Iago acts the way he does. Is it out of jealousy, because Othello beat him to the promotion and the girl he too liked? 
Could it be also that Iago loved Othello? And that law was competing with other loves Othello had. There is yet another kind of love Iago seems to vie for. The love of the audience. Sure, he seems to come across as a villain, a schemer, a crook, devil incarnate. But for a devil to really be successful, he has to be charming. He has to be persuasive. He has to appear honest. Iago constantly tells everyone, especially when he is distrusted, that all he does is out of love. Love is the most frequent tool he uses to persuade people that his intentions are good, and they all fall, fall for it. We, as audience, may think that we are seeing things clearly, that we see his villainy, and yet for, for this character to really be successful in his plot, he needs some of the audience's sympathy. I know it's hard to get the nuances of that old English that Shakespeare uses, to understand jokes, for instance. But imagine Iago was a stand-up comedian. He may not present himself as the nicest guy, but he sure should be very charming. In fact, the play is strongest when we watch it and think, those fools, they are so naive, they had it coming. It's not Iago's fault they buy his bullshit. What is more, think of all the asides he has, the times he turns to us and speaks intimately. Basically, he's telling us that he's lying to everyone but us. He's tricking everyone but us. If we are not suspicious of what he says to us then, in some way, we too are just as naive as Othello and the other characters. We think he is honest with us because he likes us. And perhaps, somewhere deep down, our own insecurity makes us fall for him. Next time you watch or read Othello, think about the way the old bard plays with us. Think of how does love participate in the making and the unmaking of selfhood, of who one is as a character. Think about the way we fall for stories and let stories give love a bad name. I'll thank you for today, and I hope to see you next time on Love and His Discontents when we have a deeper discussion on Othello with a special guest. Until then, much love from Stockholm.